And welcome back. I'm Ron Alesco, and I have a, a person I've been wanting to talk to for a number of years now, since I first heard her recordings. Uh, she started sending them to me a few years ago, and I just, I, I was just blown away by, by her voice, her content of her songs, her songwriting, and uh, the fact that she's originally from Sweden, spends quite a bit of time here in the U.S., and uh, she's gaining a lot of attention. So I'd like to welcome to the show... Sophia Talvik. Sophia, how are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing good. It's so nice to finally get to see you, even though we're <laughs> doing this over the internet. Uh, yeah. but, I, but I've really been blown away by your music. Uh, I think it was about four or five years ago you first started sending uh, these songs. And, uh, and I know you've been releasing a number of singles and EPs. And now this is your ninth album. It's an album called Center of the Universe. And um, it's it's a really appealing album. I mean, it deals with some personal songs, some topical songs, some songs that I think uh, people should listen to. And we're gonna we're gonna share a few of them today. But before we start listening, um, I'd like to talk a little bit about your background. Now, you are from Sweden, but you yes. do spend a lot of time in the U.S. And your music is kind of a blend of uh, I think on your your press release it says Nordic melancholy and Laurel Canyon vibes, and I, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> how, yeah. did, how, how did you get into this kind of music and how did this style develop? Well, you know, I, when I started playing music and I started writing songs, I was very influenced by um, singer-songwriters and, and many American singer-songwriters like Suzanne Vega and Amy Mann. And, um, but my early albums are more like the classic kind of singer-songwriter style. And then when I started touring in the U.S., um, years ago you know I started spending a lot of time here you know you get influenced by the music you hear the people you meet and like the landscape and everything around you so I guess my music kind of morphed into more like a singer-songwriter Americana folk uh, blend and but you know being from Sweden I, I you know I can't do anything about my Swedish heritage so it's still it's still going to be there <laughs> right I, I you've sung some songs in Swedish too and you've recorded in in Sweden and in fact this new album uh you know it, it's it's got a real American feel to it but you did record it in Sweden yes yeah we uh I was I felt very lucky when I recorded this album because a lot of the time as an independent artist, it's it's very hard to get like the budget to come together when you record an album because, you know, renting a studio is expensive and, and sure. you know, you want to pay your musicians and all that. Uh, and so most of the time when I record, it's been like, you know, I've been in a different place from my musicians and we've been sending um, musical files over the internet to each other and we haven't been able to like be in the same room and, and work on the album together and so that was my goal with this album that I wanted to be in the same room as, as the people I was playing with and to play alongside and, and at the same time as the musicians that I have and um, so we we were able to make that happen and, and we rented this old house from 1811 in a rural uh, place in Sweden. And um, and we were there for a week and we recorded everything together in one room. And that was really, really great. It, it, it came out superb. And and the, the artists, uh, are, are they mostly Swedish artists that were working with you since you recorded in Sweden? Well, actually not because um, last year I was on the tour here in the U.S. and I played in North Carolina and there was the 
three bands playing at this show. So um, before me was a folk duo from North Carolina called Discount Rothko. And um, I was just blown away by their sound and the way that they were uh, using their instruments. You know, uh, they were playing accordion and, and mandolin and guitar. And, and I was just, uh, they were playing in a way that I hadn't really heard before, uh, especially the accordion, because uh, I've never been a fan of accordion before. <laughs> but uh, but when, I, when I heard Peyton play his accordion, I was like, wow, that sounds really, really cool. And I was like, I instantly got this feeling like I would like to have this kind of sound for my music, for my new album. And so uh, when I started planning the recordings of this, of Center of the Universe, I reached out to Drake and Peyton and asked them if they wanted to come over to Sweden and record with me. So they are both from North Carolina. And then I have my bass player from Sweden that's played on almost all of my albums. And of course, my husband who is doing all the studio technique and, and uh, like the recording and editing and stuff like that. I love the mix of styles. I mean, there's some bluegrass elements in here, some uh, a little bit of everything. In fact, why don't we listen to the title cut right now? Because I, I was so moved by it, and it's such an important topic. Uh, it's it's center of the universe. Would would you like to explain this to our listeners? Sure. Um, so, like I said, I was you know I've been touring a lot in the U.S. and some years ago I was in southern Utah, and I came to this amazing valley uh, where the Hopi tribes had lived for thousands of years. They had this huge mountainside that was filled with petroglyphs and it was just an amazing place. Uh, but then all of a sudden these tribes had disappeared and they don't have any records of what happened, like where they went or, you know, if they assimilated with other tribes, what happened? But if you ask the other Hopi tribes, they will tell you that they didn't disappear. They went to the center of the universe, which is sort of mm. their in their tradition, like, uh, you know, they ascend to a better place, basically. And um, so because I'm touring around in a little tour RV, you know, I tend to like stop at Walmart a lot and, and buy groceries and stuff. And and uh, so when you uh, exit the Walmart, like the registers, they have this big wall of pictures of missing children and missing young adults. And uh, so, you know, it, it, for me coming from Europe, I mean, of course, there are people missing in Europe as well, but it's just not on display like that. So it, for me, kind of it was it's different and, uh, of course, very sad. So I would go and, and look at those pictures. And then I did that one day and I started thinking about that Hopi tribe that also disappeared. And I was thinking, you know, what if these kids, you know, like a, a, like a sort of a silent prayer, you know, like what if they didn't disappear? What if they didn't run away? Uh, what if they also ascended to the center of the universe? And that's how the song uh, got born. I watch those faces as I roll my groceries out Those smiling faces staring back at me There are no traces This is all that we have left The smiling faces at the Walmart where we shop Where did they go? To the center of the universe Where the legends promise them a Sun is better than that. Like 
be 25 And I bet you wouldn't wear those earrings now Who would notice if they took her picture down Still a void that no one else can fill Where did she go? To the center of the universe Where the legends promised her a home Was she chosen By a higher power To ascend to someplace better than right here We can only go We can only hope He was 15 When he ran away from home If you check it out That's what the records say His mom is certain That at least he would have called She stops to watch his picture every day Where did he go? those faces as we roll our groceries out but we don't notice the hope that's clinging there those are our children they are all that we have left the love and longing the aching and despair where did they go to the center of the universe where the legends promised them a Chosen by a higher power to ascend to something better than that. And if we look to the center of the universe, will we find our sons and daughters there? We can only hope, cause the alternative is way too hard to bear. We find our sons and daughters there And that was Center of the Universe, the title track from the new album from Sophia Talvik. And so Sophia is with us today to, to talk about this album. It's her ninth album, uh, 10 very moving songs on, on this album. Songs of different topics, some political, some topical, uh, some you know very personal, which we'll, we'll listen to a few of those in a little bit too. But uh, Sophia, you mentioned about traveling around the U.S. I, I believe you have like a Winnebago that you you do all your touring. That that must yeah. be an, an experience. <laughs> well, yeah, I have. Uh, we call them Little Chief. It's a Winnebago Micro Warrior from 1989. We now have 290,000 miles on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> And yeah, so we've been touring in Little Chief uh, since 2015. And, you know, I'm very lucky because I tour with my husband, who's also my um, my sound guy. And uh, but he's also a very good mechanic. So, you know, uh -huh. you kind of have to be that if you have an old RV like that. There's always stuff that you need to fix up. So, yeah, that's kind of been our way to see the country, too. And and I always, you know, when I book my tours here, I always try to 
like have a little bit of time off somewhere and be able to go to like a national park or something and do some camping. So, so that's really good when you have an RV, <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> I, I've, I've seen some of the beautiful pictures you posted uh, of your travels on Facebook <laughs> and uh, you know, you really get to see the country in a lot different way by doing what you're doing as opposed to some artists who will travel by plane or <laughs> bus or just, you know, from gig to gig. Mm -hmm. um, and as you said, you know, with, with the, the song Center of the Universe, you got to experience uh, that seeing all those photos in Walmart, something different from what you would see in Europe. Um, oh, yeah. Obviously, it's a different country, but what, what, what are some of the things that you've seen that have surprised you about this uh, songs it, it inspired you for songwriting? I mean, I would say mostly the nature here is just so breathtaking uh, and it's so diverse. You know, it's uh, it's so different. Like if you're in uh, on the East Coast up in Maine, you know, you have the the beautiful like ocean side and then you go to Utah and it looks like a completely different planet. So, I mean, I think for me, it's just like why I love touring here so much is, is because I have the opportunity to like see and experience this country in, in such a different way than most tourists or like even most touring artists. Uh, and, you know, also you get to meet all the people and, you know, meet friendly people and make new friends. And, and so I think, but I think I would say probably the, the nature is what surprised me most about this country. <laughs> I, I know one of the songs on your album, uh, we'll, we'll play this some, some other week, but you have a song called Too Many Churches, which you wrote <laughs> shortly after Roe versus Wade was, um, uh, overturned here in the u.s um yeah. i i guess again from your perspective seeing what what happens in europe and what happens here did that inspire you more to write topical songs like this or because you know there are a few on this album um is that a departure yeah i mean for me when when i wrote that song uh you know, because I do spend a lot of time here uh, and I do have a lot of friends here. And you, know, I, I, I get that people would, you know, listen to the song and be like, why does she bother? She's from Europe. Like, mm. this doesn't concern her. But I, I also think that when stuff like this happens, it doesn't matter, like, if it's in the U.S., it will have a ripple effect uh, also to other countries, like in Europe or anywhere, you know, because, like, politicians and people, they will look to these things and they will see an opportunity to recreate these things like in Europe, for example. So I just like an example is in Sweden. Uh, we've never had like a, a, you know, discussion about abortion rights or anything. It's a very secular country. We don't have a lot of like church in our politics. Mm -hmm. uh, but all of a sudden now, like, you know, you have some fringe parties you know bringing up the abortion rights and you know wanting to change stuff or like the so i mean just because it's in the u.s doesn't mean it stays in the u.s it's it, it's it has effects all over the world i think when when things like these happen absolutely uh since you tour a lot in the u.s uh you know you kind of mentioned about you know, being from europe do, do audiences ever question you especially Middle America, which uh, you know seems to have a very right-wing appeal these days. I mean, when you when you sing songs like that, are you ever questioned by people in the audience? Um, sometimes, yes. I mean, yeah. most of the t I think most of the times the people that want to go and see live music are very 
well, they're a little bit more open-minded and a little yeah. bit more curious about the world around them and, and other people. Uh, but of course, I do have uh, people that take offense sometimes and or will come up to me after the show and try to save me, you know, and tell me about <laughs> the word of Jesus or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, of course, it, I, I try to say also when I sing this song, you know, I try to explain before I sing it that it's not a song about blaming anyone it's not a song yeah. about blaming religion or, or or anything like that or saying that you're you're wrong to have the faith that you have it's it's a song about accepting each other and it's a song about letting the person next to you make their own choices about their lives so it's really not a song about saying like hey you uh you you know you should tear down all those churches it's it's <laughs> more of of you know maybe you should look to the person next to you and accept them instead of like you know four little groups and just sticking to your own beliefs and and pushing them onto everyone else sure there, there's another song that i want to play which is sort of a uh, uh protest song of sorts uh is a circle of destruction now this yeah. was inspired by what is currently going on in the ukraine um yeah yeah, I started writing this song when uh, in the first days when uh, Russia invaded Ukraine. And uh, so I my home base now in Europe is in Berlin, Germany. And uh, Berlin is about a 12 hour drive from the Ukraine. So it's I mean, it, it, you know, you, you can't believe it when something like this happens and mm -hmm. it's so close. And uh, so I started writing that songs in those early days. But it's also a song about people trying to find like a new life anywhere is uh, even here, you know, people coming from South America or, you know, uh, people coming in Europe from Syria. And, and uh, so it's, it's not just about the uh, Ukraine, but it's, it's also a song about acceptance and, and trying to help people, you know, that need to find a safe place to live. Standing at the border with a white flag in your hand Will the peace that we dreamed of ever come? There's an inherent fault in all of us The urge to destroy is born in some What they can't build up, they will tear down And the circle of destruction has begun Standing at the border with a white flag in your hand Will the peace that we dreamed of ever come? Standing at the border, waiting for the turn For a chance of the life they've come to find Walking through the desert, swimming through the sea Always missing everyone that's left behind What we can't build up, we will tear down And the circle of destruction has begun Standing at the border, waiting for the turn For a chance of the life they've come to find If we can't be found Cannot win. There's a fear and there's a hate that grows within. Gotta find a way. 
together is the only way we'll win Standing by the roadside Waiting for a sign Will the truth that you've looked forever come The billboards tell you one thing But you can't make up your mind There's an urge to deceive that's born in sun What we can't build up Standing by the roadside Waiting for a sign Will the truth that you look forever come If we can't be first If we cannot win And there's a fear and there's a hate that grows within Gotta find a way to not give in Together is the only way we'll win Standing at the border With a white flag in your hand Will the peace that we dreamed of ever come? That was Circle of Destruction, a cut from the new album from Sophia Talvik. Her new album is called Center of the Universe. And today she's with us on this program, and I am so honored to be talking to her about her, her, her powerful songs. Um, if you just joined us, we were, were talking to, to, to Sophia about her background. She was born in Sweden, uh, but she travels a lot in the U.S. You, you come here, what, about once a year? Yeah, before COVID, I tried to do like two tours in the U.S. every year. I would do like a spring tour and a fall tour, but so much has changed since COVID. I mean, I I got back last year. Of course, I wasn't allowed into the country during 2020 and 2021 when it was all locked down and stuff. But I got back last year. It was still not quite back to normal after COVID. And it was kind of hard to do the touring. Uh, and people were still afraid to come out to shows and stuff. But um, so also now with inflation everywhere um it has become so much more expensive to travel so now yeah. i try to do like one long tour instead of two shorter tours to just to save a little bit on the airfare <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah i'll be i you know i come here about four about four months uh four or five months a year how do you find the audiences um differing from what you have what you play for in in europe uh, as opposed to here they uh expecting different things different kinds of songs or do they have different reactions well you know because you guys have a, a little bit different um background in music than for example germany um of course my my music the way i play might appeal more to an american audience because it's it's more familiar to them um and also here in the U.S., because I sing in English, you know, everyone will understand what I'm saying and um, what I'm singing, which sometimes it's a little bit hard in Germany because not everyone speaks perfect English. And um, so, you know, I, I also try I speak German. So I try to, I, you know, talk about the songs in between the songs, like about them in German so that people will understand. But, you know, nuances and stuff that I have in my songs, they do tend to get it lost a little bit for some people mm -hmm. uh, in Germany, but you know, I I would say that people are equally enthusiastic and and interested in culture uh, here and in Germany. Do Do you change your your set list when you're in, in uh, Germany or opposed to here? Do you do different kinds of songs or? 
Mostly not. Maybe like uh -huh. one or two songs that worked really well here because it has like a tie in to the American culture. Like I have a song from my Big Sky Country album called Give Me a Home. That's kind of like, uh, okay. yeah, it, it, it's like give me a home where the buffalo roam, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it's, so it's kind of like it's it's I have this story about how I like first heard that and I didn't know it was Home on the Range and stuff. And, I, you know, how I wrote that song. <laughs> and that, of course, does not work in Germany because they don't know what Home on the Range is. Right. <laughs> so, so sometimes I might skip that song, but uh, yeah. mostly, you know, mostly it's the same songs. Yeah. Right. Oh well, we're so happy that you're able to to to, to do this and tour here, and uh, and I know you're getting a lot of airplay on not only on my shows but on other shows all around the country in North America. Um, it, it has to be hard, especially when you started out. You know, here's somebody that nobody knows uh, finding an audience, but yet you've played some major festivals. You've been at Lollapalooza, South by Southwest. That that had to help build your name. It's it, it's difficult for an artist. To, to get their name out there, but to, to Greg, to, to build that kind of touring and to build mm -hmm. that kind of recognition, that's a job in itself. I mean, I, yeah, I, I usually say that, you know, uh, booking the tours and doing the promotion and all that, like the office job of being an artist is like the <laughs> seven, it's like 70% of what I do. I mean, it's, I, I wish I could just be on the road and play music or write songs and record, but the, the reality is like, I spend a couple of hours every day on my laptop, <laughs> you know, uh, planning for future tours, doing promotion for the shows I have, you know, all that stuff, reaching out to you guys that has right. radio shows. And, and so it's, yeah, it's, you really have to kind of multitask as an artist today. And, and, and also find time to write these wonderful songs. <laughs> that, that's, <sometimes laughs> that, that's, what, that's why my, my latest album was three years ago, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, all good things come to those who wait. So I'm, I'm glad we, we finally got this. Uh, I, I want to play another song. And I think this kind of shows, uh, I think, the quality of your work. It's, it's a song that really struck me called Broken. Mm -hmm. could, could you introduce that one to us? Sure. So, um yeah, I, I wrote this song in 2020 and um, I was so I was on the road in early 2020. I was going to sort of promote my then new album, Pulse of a Bear, and, and I was going to play um, uh, South by Southwest, for example. And so I was in Texas and I had my pedal steel player with me, Tim Fleming from California. And uh, we were going to do all these shows together. And um, of course, everything got shut down. And um, so we we waited for a little bit and ho was hoping that, you know, we could still do the festival and stuff and it didn't happen. And then he he went back to uh, Los Angeles where he lived. And then some weeks later, um, I was just heading back to Europe and on like, you know, one of the last flights, I guess. And and he uh, he wrote to me and he said that he wasn't feeling very well and that. He uh, had like a pressure in his chest and, and stuff. Mm -hmm. And and he thought that he had uh, got COVID. And of course, in those early days, it was just like very hard to know what it felt like or even how you were sure. infected. And and so all you knew was that like all the doctors said, you know, if you have symptoms, you need to stay at home and wait. And um, so he, he did that. He stayed home and he waited, which was like the worst possible thing he could have done because he was not infected with COVID. He had a heart attack. And uh, so when he finally got to the hospital, it, you know, it was late, too late and they couldn't save him. So this song is, is about him.
should open up that door I wish you got an in your car you put the pedal to the floor But rules are rules and you obeyed Just like me you were afraid I wish you had come the day and maybe then That will be the shape of you And darling, when your heart was breaking You were breaking my heart too You were breaking my heart too
don't you think that you can go? I'll always have a piece of you, a hole in my heart forever that will be the shape of you. Powerful song, Broken. Uh, from Sophia Talvik, song from her new album, Center of the Universe, and a song that I think uh, kind of serves as a reminder to us, you know, don't wait <laughs> to, to get, get things looked at. If you're not feeling well, you know, a lot of people yeah. are just kind of drag it on. That's a, it's a, it's a, it's a powerful song and tribute to your friend as well. So thank you for, for writing that and for sharing it. Um, we're with Sophia Talbic today. Her, again, her new album is called Center of the Universe. And as we record this, uh, her universe is here in the U.S. She's on our tour. Now, when, when did you start this tour? Uh, we started early July. And so we're about halfway into the tour. And we actually have a couple of days off now. We're going to play up in uh, Big Sky, Montana on Friday. But then uh, I'm actually going to go to Yellowstone for a couple of days. Because like oh, I said, nice. you know, I have an RV. So I try to book like some some scenic camping when I you know in the middle of the tour so I get a little bit of rest before like I keep doing all my shows right you must enjoy life on the road like that I mean to be able to see all this it, it, but I, I guess it could also be kind of a drag do you miss going to you know hotel to hotel or <laughs> having to live life in a van oh no I mean I think I think having the RV is what makes it uh, possible to tour like this because right. every night I do have my own bed like I have my <laughs> own bed my own little bathroom my own kitchen you know so it's uh, if I would have to like go to a hotel every day or like eat in restaurants every day you know I, I, that would be very uh, you know that would wear me down I think of so I, I'm very lucky that I, I get to sleep in my own bed every night <laughs> how about when you're touring in Europe do you have a, 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 a European version of, uh, of the band <laughs> <laughs> I wish, but it's so expensive with gas in Europe. It's like twice the price from here. So, uh, and it's much harder, I think, to find places to park uh, an RV also. So, um, unfortunately, I just tour in a normal car, like a station wagon in, in Europe. But I, I try to do like shorter tours, just like maybe four or five days and then come back to uh, to my my apartment and and then go out to another place. So I'm not out on the road like for, for months and months at a time. Right. Oh, well, well Sophie, I, I'm so happy that you were able to spend some time with us today. And I am so happy that you recorded and released this album. It's called Center of the Universe. Um, if our audience wants to get in touch with you, uh, how can they find you? Well, they can find my music on all the streaming platforms, of course, like Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, uh, all that stuff. Uh, but if you want to buy the album, you can only buy it through my website. And that's music.sofiatalvik.com uh, or just sofiatalvik.com and you click the music tab and um, and you can buy it there as a, a CD or you can buy it as a download, whichever you want. Uh-huh. Well, I, I do hope to, to hear much more from you in the future. Um, I know we're in August. I know you're, you're finishing up this U.S. tour, heading back to Europe, but do you already have plans to return next year? Yeah, yeah. I'm booking my spring tour now, actually. So uh, I already have a lot of confirmed dates for the spring. I'm going to start in New Mexico in late February and then work my way over to the East Coast. And uh, then, yeah. 
around the East Coast, down to Florida, and that's pretty much what I'm looking at. Uh-huh. Well, keep us posted. I hope you'll get to the New York, New Jersey area, too. I'd love to see I you. I will. Person. I have some trips up there already. Yeah. Oh, great. Great. Well, yeah. we'll keep our listeners informed, too. Well, <laughs> again, before we leave, I do want to play one more song. And, uh, you know, we were all currently seeing what's happening in California with the, um, the hurricane that, that or the tropical storm, whatever it was called, that hit it over the weekend. Um, yeah. There's a song on your album that also moved me called Oh, California. How, mm. how did you write this one? What was this about? So this is this is also a song about my friend Tim who passed away uh, because he, he lived in Los Angeles and he was born and raised in, in Los Angeles. And so it's kind of a, a song uh, like if broken was like the sad uh, song that you know about mourning him um this is a song that's kind of like celebrating our mm-hmm. last t- time together and you know spending time there and like we were in texas in surfside and the surf shack and and hung out, out and like played music and you know had corona beer and made fun <laughs> of the virus and all that stuff and um so the song is a i guess a, it's a it's a song about, you know, having a good time. It's also a song about saying goodbye. Well, I think it's time for us to say goodbye and, and celebrate our good time. Th- thank you That's so great. much for being with us today. I enjoyed talking to you, enjoyed listening to your music, and we'll be hearing a lot more of it on the radio. So let's end now with Sophia Talbic and Oh, California. Thanks again for being here. Thank you. Last time I saw you, you were sitting on the deck of a Surf shark on a Texas beach With sun in your eyes and sand on your feet You said I should get back to California Oh, California I hear that they are closing down the flights And there are people waiting for me there I said I really don't care You should stay a while Instead of going back to California California I always knew that you were meant to go I just did not expect it this soon With so many shows left to play Before going back to California Oh, California Oh, California Oh, California You know I told you it's not my favorite state Too much traffic and too much pace You said you too had grown tired of the place And wanted to move away from California Oh, California But honey, you were LA born and raised You always knew that you would die there someday So chances were you would always stay Beverly, California
saw you, you were sitting on the deck of a surf shack on a Texas beach With sun in your eyes and sand on your feet I wish you hadn't gone back to California Oh, California